0: Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com.
1: Brewers, it's time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths,
0: tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on
3: beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil chef and John Palmer, this
1: is Brew Strong.
2: Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters.
4: Cretans, Cretans.
2: Uh, How's it going today? <laughs> it's the Cretan himself. Here I am. <laughs> well, there you are. I mean, uh,
4: yeah. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. You had uh, you had uh, plane troubles. Your uh, your your G five uh, not working today or what?
4: Yeah, I. You know, we are in our seats, seatbelts fastened, on the runway, and they said, "Excuse me, people. We understand that uh, John Palmer is on board. <laughs> um, Known terrorist." Yeah, there's an injunction in the Bay Area, and uh, we can't go. <laughs> there you go. So, after much deliberation, and they finally decided to cancel the flight entirely, and uh, I was stranded here. Yeah, I mean, it's uh,
2: it's disappointing that you are not here, but I'll tell you what, you know what is great? We've got our good friend uh, Mike Moraz and his son Jordan here in the studio awesome. with us today. Uh I was coming in uh, a little early. Was going to have a beer, and and there's uh, Mike and his son sitting at the bar, uh, at the Hop Grenade, the lovely Hop Grenade, and uh, uh, we just started talking. And you know, he was asking what I'm doing. I'm asking what he's doing. And we just started talking, and I was thinking, you know, <laughs> this conversation people would actually like to hear. Yeah, I, I don't you know, doubt it. Because you know, we get <coughs> all these requests for uh, information about. Uh, you know, equipment, and what's the cost of things, and how do you do this, and how do you do that? And,
4: yeah, yeah. Is and, that piece of equipment really necessary? Can I get along without it? Yeah.
2: Right, right. And uh, tasting rooms, and how do you do your budgeting, and what do you figure this, what do you figure that? Um, so I thought, you know, it would be kind of interesting to catch up with Mike. Mike's uh, had his place open about a year. We've, we've had our uh, new facility in Fairfield open about a year. And uh so I thought it'd be kinda interesting to just uh listen in on the kind of conversations <laughs> that we have as we we commiserate over the the
3: uh cry into our beer and uh, Yeah, I was gonna say
2: yeah. uh the joy of uh, or or misery of uh, owning a brewery. It's all joy. it's all joyful. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Thanks yeah, for having me, guys. By the way, oh yeah, you're done. very welcome. Yeah.
4: This is truly serendipitous with my inability to be there. Yeah. Well, how you doing, John? I haven't talked to you in a while, but yeah, to hear your voice doing great. Yeah. Just you know, busy as all. I mean, not maybe not quite as busy as you guys, but uh, certainly I've I've been uh, you know up to my eyeballs in work this summer. So it's been good.
5: Keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whichever balls you're up to. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's the depth you're at.
5: John, you'll be, you'll be happy to know that uh, Mike uh, brought in his own kegs, uh, dollied them in with his own, uh, the strength of his own back, unlike Jamil, who just comes in here and I guess he has his minions that do that for him. Or I send my wife and
2: she does it.
5: You know. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and
2: see, and here, here's another thing. All right. So <coughs> it's a hand truck, not a dolly. A dolly is something you play with when you were a small child. I was Scott. talking about his kid. <laughs> you, you, yeah. use, you use a hand truck. Uh, somebody <laughs> somebody in our ta- that works our tasting room, he's like, where's the dolly? I'm like, the what? The dolly. I'm like, oh, you mean the hand truck? And no, he's no, like, I mean Raggedy <laughs> Ann. He's like, he's like, no, <laughs> it's called a dolly. I'm like, right here on the hand truck, it says hand truck. I think it's called a hand truck. You know, a Dolly is not quite. You know, the the masculine brewing business. Uh, right. You yeah. can't can't be playing with a Dolly. You no. Play thanks. with a hand truck. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> How uh, the term had to come from somewhere, though. Oh, Dolly. I think I think it came from our fine sponsor, uh, Blickman Engineering. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you Blickman could uh, re-engineer the hand truck. That's and good. Uh, yeah. and uh, he could he could or the dolly whichever you prefer and I uh, reengineer
3: dollies as well <laughs> make it even better if he made yeah. a brewer I would buy one I'd be the sec- I'd be the right. second in line because you'd be the first
2: right like a right. Blickman hand truck for the brewery yeah there you go you know it'd be top of the line too oh it'd be sweet it yeah. would you know you'd instead of like struggling can you, can you put with a little a electric motor on it so when the you, can be like bzz, 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 you, you probably start. could yeah. you know but you I, I imagine. Instead of like you know having to pull to lift something up, you just with like two fingers you could tilt it and just perfect, wheel the thing around. Perfect, perfect balance. For a yeah. Full king. yeah, it would yeah. just
3: be it would like tip itself to be wheeled around and then. This is the you world we live it. in, people. This is all we think about. It's like, <laughs> how do I move this full keg from that without, spot to that Yeah, spot. without suffering. without well, okay. innovate
2: my brew day. Yeah, if anybody could yeah.
3: innovate our hand
2: trucks, it would be our fine sponsor, uh, John Blickman at Blickman Engineering. Check him out, BlickmanEngineering.com, Blickman with two N's, and then engineering has like an E and a G or something. Dot com, I can spell it, dot C-O-M. <laughs> Uh, you so can do the
5: WWW part as well, right? <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, that's I don't even think we need old. to do that anymore. You don't, you don't do that anymore. Now it's hashtag.
5: Uh, yeah. On, it's W's, I've, W's way yesterday. I've been screaming at people to stop doing that, and <laughs> people still insist on it. I don't know right. why, but yeah, somewhere around 99, <laughs> you didn't need to do that anymore. <laughs> dub, dub, dub.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I was uh, helping out uh, at uh, the local elementary school, and I was trying to, uh, you know, encourage the kids and i was like you know you're number one you know and and they're like what i'm i'm hashtag one what <laughs> they didn't understand i thought it was i thought it was bizarre uh anyways uh yeah uh so that's you know one of my taproom stories is is uh one of my employees it, it keeps keeps asking me where the dolly is so uh i guess that's not that big a deal <laughs> <laughs> but I find it, it if rather, that's the worst rather thing they're asking For yeah. then oh you're, you're, you're my pretty god, good. I yeah. could tell you stories. So I'll tell you. Well, it's, hey, it's we, just we got the, an hour, so <laughs> right. right <laughs> How right, about we right. hear one? Well, and, uh, <laughs> tell me about your tap room. I have not been I, to your I get, tap room. I, I regret that, but uh, I I've, I I can't travel that far from the brewery unless somebody is like you know got an event or something. I have to go to. And you just send your wife too. So that's Eesh. right.
3: Yeah. Camille's wife's awesome. She was, uh, we're up in the Sacramento area, which is probably about an hour and a half.
6: Really? El Dorado towards, Hills? Yeah,
3: El Dorado Hills. And we do quite a few beer events, obviously. and What's your her- website for your brewery? Uh, dub, dub, dub. <laughs> <laughs> MerazBrewingCompany.com, by you the you way. you got to spell that for people. M-R-A-Z? Brewing Company. If you can't spell right. brewing and company together, then... The, the moraz you- uh, that's the hard part. Yeah, M-R-A-Z. Yeah. Right, because you'd think there'd be like a couple other vowels in there. Yeah, I know. It's Czech so it, it, we're missing a few Ooh, valves oh no. so yeah right
2: right yeah but you put them into your beer
3: there you go i have, when's your tasting room open there we are open from wednesday to sunday close, mm-hmm. close monday tuesday yeah so there you go. three to ten on the weekdays and we stay open till 11 on the weekends
2: oh wow yeah yeah see i'm i uh, am i want people to get the hell out of there we're, we close at eight
3: yeah but, I, I mean like leave it's we're all o'clock. about the tap room experience, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm all about the get the hell out. Yeah, there. here right. like uh, sit on the couch experience. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's about you know obviously local. We we put our brewery in kind of a more not quite industrial, more of a retail center area. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Local, we got some good nice neighborhoods around oh, okay. us. So okay. more of the neighborhood right. brewery idea because we're obviously a little smaller. We have a five barrel mm-hmm. house, so
2: we're in the industrial yeah. shanty town. Yeah, yeah, not quite as. Right. After 8 o'clock, it's, it becomes uh, dangerous. Yeah. No, no so, we, we, we close at 8, and then people stay until people mystique. stay till 9, and we don't kick them out for some reason. Yeah. Probably Hard. because I told them not to kick people out.
3: Hard to do the last call.
2: Right. So we don't, yeah. we don't do last call. It's just like if there's a bunch of people you in. You just got to get a
3: meaner bartender. Yeah, I tell them not to be mean. Turn the lights on or they're already on probably. So you can't even like click right, them. Right, right. Well, you know, you know,
2: the the crowd starts to dwindle. They're cleaning up. Everybody knows what our hours yeah. are. So so eventually they, they feel guilty and they leave. You stand there uh, clearing your throat and tapping your foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not there. Oh, uh-huh. so, <laughs> sorry, that was silly. I employ people for
3: that. No, yeah. and that's what's so great about. At least so, I think the same with our tap room. It's, it's kind of people kind of figure it out. It's cause mm-hmm. they know the time, and beer people are pretty laid back anyways. It's right. like, oh, Okay, it's time to go, and they they peter out. It's not they're not asking for right. the last shot of right. You, something same thing or, for you. Yeah. You're not
2: open till two a.m. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I refuse to be the last place open around right. us. It's just right. I mean that's not our clientele. We're just mm-hmm. we're a tasting room. I'm not there to do that for people to come in, enjoy a glass of beer after right. dinner. Um, get a growler, get a shirt, mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and then, you know, experience the beer, and then I'm mean, right, right. right, Yeah. yeah. There's plenty you of know, places for other things like that.
2: For us, um, you know, anytime you locate in a city, uh, you were talking about, you know, possibly, you know, looking at other places to open. And, uh, you know, some cities, they just, they, they don't want you. They think you're a problem. They're like, oh, no, you're going to be serving alcohol. Uh, we don't want any alcohol-related problems. Where we're at in Fairfield, they were like, oh, no, you know, it's not a bar. It is a brewery tasting room. And a brewery tasting room um, is a whole different experience. People come down there, you know, they'll have some beers. Every once in a while you get somebody that has, you know, maybe, you know, they, they, they're, they're getting on the edge, but they've got somebody to drive them you know we we've never really had any problems like that and uh you
3: put the glass of water in front of them yeah yeah we're and like hey it's an hey, easy way to say hey this is you've every, had enough
2: everybody's tips trained and uh yeah. you know it's like look you know just cut somebody off you know give them some water and and it's it's a good crowd we don't have any any issues and so uh you know, the police uh you know they were real pleased as well i noticed yeah. that we've got some people uh, observing through the window there they're they're, look, they're like what look, the heck is going on in there well, What's that annoying noise where I can't have yep. my beer? Uh, yeah, we're talking about you. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw
5: you looking. We saw you checking us out. Yeah. This is impressive, isn't it? <laughs> Next time, wear your sunglasses so we can't see that you're looking at us. You know, just corner of your eye. There you go. You enjoying the beer? Absolutely. Well, I can't hear you, but you keep talking. Uh,
2: you know, if you want to, if you want to put your two cents worth in, you can actually call in now. We actually take phone calls now on on this show. Eight uh, eight eight four zero one beer. 888-401-2337, If you can't read the numbers on the
5: uh, Bevo, who will normally be on these shows now, is actually uh, camping. Uh, so I will just right. put you right on the air. Uh, but uh, right. normally, no yes, screening. We do have a, a screener now. Right. So we'll either just
2: ignore the fact that the phone's ringing or we'll just put you right through one one or the other. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break to uh, collect our thoughts, and we'll be right back with more of Mraz Bruin right after this
0: night is the night we bring the creature to life dr blitzmanstein yes jp door everything is perfect for my next fermented creation my doctor if the storm is too far away we'll never have enough power to isomerize the
7: creatures and the
0: <laughs> yes
7: jp door we will
0: for i have in my possession the tower
6: of power <laughs>
0: Don't be silly, J.P. We have beer to brew. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits? $4.99 shipping on orders over $100 and is also home of the Wolf Shirt. The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit Austin Home brew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have mini-clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of BrewVent Yeast Fuel as well, yeast nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomeBrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomeBrew.com. The biggest innovation in brewer's yeast in 125 years is here. Yeast that has never been exposed to the environment. See it for yourself at NHC in Grand Rapids. Pure yeast implementation. White
3: Labs. <laughs>
7: Back to your hosts, Jamil
1: Zana Chef and John Palmer, putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong.
2: All right, we're back. Yeah, going. Uh... Time with my good buddy here, uh, Mike Mraz, who's uh, the owner and uh, brewer uh, Mraz Brewing Company up in El Dorado Hills. Uh, Mike, you're you're an AHA member, right? Yes, I am. Uh, yeah, huh? I'll tell you, you know, all you folks listening, if you're not an AHA member, the AHA, the American Home Brewers Association, they got a great website, uh, .org. They're a nonprofit. They do uh, amazing things to actually help further homebrewing community, and uh, they they take a hand in some of the legal aspects. They're kind of looking out for homebrewers as a whole. They help put on uh, great events like the uh, Homebrewers Conference. They publish the Zymergy magazine, which has got a lot of fantastic content. Mike, you've written for Zymergy, haven't you? No,
3: but I've read quite a few articles. Okay. Well, so, yeah. see, that's... Yeah. A, I, no, I'm you a, know. a reader, not a writer. Oh, Sorry. I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm no. shocked. You, I do, you, I do my will. best writing with a crayon. Yeah. No, my English... <laughs> And right. writing skills are not the best oh sure so that's why
2: and then uh <laughs> but you know if it, so if you're not a member you should sign up they they have the uh, pub discount program the ha the homebrewers conference they got uh, uh a lot of great things that they do that really helps uh uh, further home brewing, so uh, mm-hmm. you could support them. You could sign up through the Brewing Network, go to brewingnetwork.com, click on that AHA uh, membership uh, link, and when you do, a little slice of that goes back to the Brewing Network. You get a, a year's uh, uh, membership in the AHA. We do AHA rallies, we did one at Heretic. Um, and then you can sign up for the AHA member session at GABF. Mike, That's are you right. going to GABF this year?
3: Yes, I am, actually. Yes. Ah, got my go. room booked already, just waiting for that right. day for the tickets. You
2: got the uh, Comfort
3: Inn or the... Uh, which no, one did you get? I think the Hyatt or something. The Hyatt? We're like, pretty close. Yeah, I got them fairly... It says like got point, them early. Point .2 miles from the center. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're just going for it's it. It's essentially got, attached. Which is nice. Right now I can write it off. So um,
2: it's, there's a, The company's there's a, paying for my trip. I tell you, you guys, listen. I, I got a hint, a tip for you. There's like a Homewood Suites or something like that, right next to the to the the Hyatt or Hilton, or whatever. Right next to the convention center. It's brand new. It's actually really good. Uh, I put uh, a couple of guys there last last year. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um. Yeah, the GABF. It's a lottery to get in now.
3: Yeah. I know it's it's crazy to pour on the floor, but mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's 800 or something around those numbers. I don't number just if you're a brewery to be there, which is crazy. Right, right. But um, I think the World Beer Cup, which is every other year, Mm -hmm. am I correct on that? Every other year. They changed the way to get in because I think last year... Yeah, um, that
2: one was also... So they sent out the thing saying, do you want to participate? And then you said yes or no. And then they divided that up amongst how many possible entries you could have. And I think... I think we're allowed like four or something like that. Yeah, we got a so, we so, got a bronze for Shallow Grave in the World World Beer Cup. Awesome, please awesome. with that.
5: It's a it's a great beer. Was that the the robust porter? Yeah. yeah oh, what yeah. what beat you?
2: I don't know something from
5: Israel or something. something. Get out of here, an Israeli beer. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
3: Something a little better yeah apparently, so.
5: <laughs> I hope that <laughs> building is still standing over there <laughs> yeah,
3: right. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so
2: I, so uh yeah we ha- we sent a message to Hamas to uh try and you know launch a missile at their brewery <laughs> yeah. and you know kind of kind of even the playing field there for for next year um but it, now what did what did you send in to jAB um, or what are you going so, to send in
3: so yeah, so it's been crazy to send in obviously homebrew comps. everybody's seen the huge explosion of entries and even getting to festivals and thing, which is great for the industry. But on the commercial side, it's been the same way. I think last year, you literally had to sit at your computer, refresh, Mm -hmm. refresh, just Mm -hmm. a chance of getting a beer in. And you guys sent a beer in, I think, did you win at GBF last year? Year before. Yeah. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know that I didn't even enter last year because we were just getting started and I was Mm -hmm. just getting my feet underneath me. Um, And I, I, I thought it was a little over the top to have to sit there for three hours trying to, Mm-hmm. enter a beer while well, you can do work so now, I, but they've changed it this year so yeah. they made it much more accessible They is they sent an mm-hmm. email out saying if would you would like to participate in the great american beer fest mm-hmm. let us know and you'll guaranteed one entry mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and then they'll come back and figure out how many people are going to enter and right. then they'll come back to us and says okay you can enter three four five mm-hmm. however many it was so that so i was able to not have to sit at my computer for three hours trying to refresh right. the monitor to get it to work.
2: Even then, they're like, well, you know, if you're the first one to, you know, if you request your uh, extra passes before, so we're going to, uh, we'll be at the event floor. We'll, we'll be pouring there. But, uh, you know, I, I need more tickets than the, the complimentary ones that comes. So I got to buy some extra tickets.
3: I think they allow, I just looked at the website and I was, I think it's coming up next week for members. They, I'm not even guaranteed tickets, even though I got beer going oh wow i think i get two i gotta buy two tickets right right so that's cool. all i'm guaranteed huh yeah so i'll be there uh, judging I could be nature. yeah oh you're gonna judge us here yeah. cool yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there too well good luck with that because there's gonna be quite a few beers i'm just guessing yeah,
2: yeah it's yeah are seven thousand beers maybe or six thousand
5: beers yeah. this time do they tell you in advance what categories you're judging they send you a sheet
2: with all the categories and say which ones can't you judge, yeah. which ones did you enter, and so you mark those out. And then it's like rank from one to thirty-four your preference of styles, and and then you rank you know the preference. And then I'm not sure that really actually goes anywhere. I think it's just to make you feel good, and then you get whatever you get. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, it's it's three days of judging. It's like 100
4: samples a day. It's exhausting. It's like doing three best to shows in a row, probably.
5: Yeah, it's, it's, it's brutal. What, um, yeah. what did you put, Palmer, as what you can't judge? It I hasn't didn't receive that yet. sheet yet. Huh. It,
3: it, they'll send it out in a little bit. Well, you're John Palmer. You, you're going to judge everything. <laughs> you just, like, you just you get a golden ticket, and you're just sticking whatever they want in front of you.
5: Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> I, w- I would think that almost everybody would just put, um, you know, barley wine as their number one kick, right? Because I mean, the bigger the beer, the harder it is to judge over a long period, isn't it? No, I mean, yeah. mean like I don't so, want to judge
3: meads and ciders because right. that's just not my forte. But I'll do any other thing with the beer. But I mean, some people love those categories. I just I can't tell a really good one from an okay one. My
2: my like, categories are all the session beers first. Really?
3: <laughs> yeah, English Mild, you know, everything that's low alcohol. White American Lager. So you're the one who picks Coors and Budweiser to win every year. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, skip those. You, you prefer the, the low alcohol stuff. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because I'm going to be,
3: you know, if you do all that, because... But
2: they always make you do at least one or two high alcohol categories,
5: right? Because for the reason that your preference is low alcohol, people are averse to that. Everybody's choosing low alcohol because it's it's
2: three days of judging, totally. And it's you know a morning you do two two flights in the morning, then you do two in the afternoon, and it's you know three days in a row, and it's just it's brutal. How many beers do you have
3: going? Uh, I think it was five, and the, there was like four, four or, four or five. They said you can enter five, and but the fifth one, just make sure that it's not one, right? Mikey yeah, right, off. right. Um,
2: yeah. And I let I let Chris choose. Chris gets a bonus if, if we get a medal in GVF, yeah.
3: So I'm like, all right. I guess I get a bonus. Choose. I get a day off, which means I got to right, work right. harder the next day. <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's my bonus. But I, you
2: know, I would have chose a diff- different set of beers, but he chose like our core beers which i think that's a good way to go and really you know it's, I mean, uh it's, financially i think it, it works out better because if you're corbeer you know yeah you know eh, whatever yeah, I, I don't are, really i actually don't really care <laughs> other than everybody else cares <laughs> it's like the distributors care the salespeople care everybody cares well, I'm just you, like i mean you, you can
3: i just not do this yeah well, it's nice what do you mean the end of the day when you put your head on the pillow and it's like hey i just pulled a gbf medal out of my butt yeah it's, it's a nice <laughs> c- accomplishment i mean you guys were open for really You're pulling it out of your butt well i mean and if
2: putting it in is the accomplishment
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> pulling it out <laughs> is the relief
5: i'm just saying there's children <laughs> in the <laughs> studio maybe general, my, please. yeah
3: maybe my uh, words weren't the best one yeah <laughs> you guys weren't <laughs> that far open until you, when you won your first first medal in those i mean that's right 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's it's a nice accomplishment. It's accomplishment amongst your peers
2: to know. That uh, you, make- you know, I still think the whole thing is just, you know, having done so many competitions in the past, yeah. I realized that you know, there's, there's. Does it translate? There's to- stuff that you think that actually means something to me because this judge that I know, uh, Joe Formanek, he gave me like a forty-nine once, and I'm like, that means something to me. You know, yeah. he knows the style of beer. He gave me a forty-nine. That is something. Or maybe give me a 50. I don't know. Um, it, I'm sure it pretty was, sure
4: it was a 409.
2: It, <laughs> it <laughs> was. No, one of them <clears> gave <throat> me a 50. I think the, the average was 49 and a half. Um, and that's like, you know, there's something that means to me. Here, so our shallow grave porter gotten uh, a, a World, World Beer Cup medal. We've gotten two best of shows recently. Um, State Fair, I got back sheets that said not to
3: style. I did that. Really? I, I knew exactly what it was. I was <laughs> just no, I'm, like, just, just, I'm just joking. I have just, no idea if that I was I like, mean they're totally blind, you have no idea. But yeah, right. I think it's yeah
2: and that not to style. That's just I mean the problem if it's have. anything, it's too style. Yeah you know, I'm like who if in the world. If anybody can brew to style, I think it's <laughs> right, Jamil. Right. I'm just, just well, and, putting it out there. And who in the world <laughs> is drinking this beer and thinking, Well this is this <laughs> isn't a robust porter? Yeah. It's like, really? I mean what what in the world do they expect? So it's, it's like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know who cares?
5: Yeah. I feel like every time you enter a beer in a competition, that you should just call the beer. Do you know who I am? <laughs> there you go. This is. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Stout.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty it, it, good idea. It's still a crapshoot. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of good beers. I mean, in the commercial side, obviously, yeah. even the homebrew side, it's amazing. We, I've judged homebrew. There's fabulous beers out there. Absolutely. Less and less ones that you're like, uh, I can't even put it next to my face. Beers, I mean, they're really top notch beers. And so it, it's getting. Tough. I would say that I have, have had a good thing.
2: more great beers in homebrew competitions and more great beers overall. The level of uh, the quality of beers in homebrew competitions that I've, I've judged uh. are better than the level of beers <laughs> at GABF. I'm not supposed to say that. But uh, yeah. I'll probably get in big trouble if they find this out.
3: We'll cut it out oh. in post. Well, okay. I mean, it also depends. I mean, I did Belgians in the na- homebrew national, first round national competition, mm-hmm. and all of them were stellar. All of them Correct. were like mm-hmm. high 30s, mid 40s. I mean, yeah, you, I did not get, get things. We kept looking across the guy at the table. They're like, okay, where's our goose egg? I mean, there's. And we never got one. And you know, that there just was a, the testament of how good the beers are getting.
2: Well, there was a time when homebrew, there was a bunch of clunkers. And then that kind of went away. And yeah. There was never to like a bad sour beer or you know, you know, good fermentation, good recipe. Everything was, was really good. And then um, it boomed again, and I think there was an influx of some bad beers. But I think that's getting sorted out again, and, and they tend to be really good. You go to GABF, and then you know, I've, I've had some categories where like a third of the beers are sour
3: with butter. There's a ooh, technical flaw in the beer.
2: I think, you know yeah. a lot of times it's um you know some some pub somewhere and their beer is great they're at the pub i i don't doubt that you know it's fantastic there they're they're brewing you know really tasty stuff but then they slip a rubber hose over the faucet and you know fill a bottle and cap it and then send it off and it sits for 2 months before it gets judged yeah and then you know, by that time, uh, I'm sorry, it's got, you know, butter and, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's you know, ripe with PDO. It's ropey. I've had ropey beers. Wow. Wow. And yeah. uh, that's why I was thinking. Um, you, they're just not set up to the bottling. I mean, they're, 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 the they're stellar beers. So, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's they're not set up for it. They should not enter, if you ask me. Yeah. And I and, and I hate to be this guy who is like, well, I got mine, you know, I'm sorry, you can't have yours I really don't think on the the festival floor. If you're not brewing a couple hundred barrels of beer a year, I don't think you should be on the festival floor. If you're making t- you know 10 barrels a year on your, you know, 10 gallon uh, homebrew system, and that's your brewery. And your commercial brewery, you could be any size. So
3: people of that are allowed to yeah, be on yeah. the GABF there's floor? there's people who
2: just started, and they're they're using their homebrew
5: system, and, they'll throw out
2: and they're it. on the GAB, GABF floor.
5: And then, meanwhile, uh, Victory Brewing right. didn't want to sit there refreshing like Mike, and they're right. not there. and Victory's not there. Or, you know, it was, uh,
2: a bunch of these breweries don't get in, Allagash didn't get in. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And it's because... You know, no offense, but, you know, this guy like who just started.
3: past winners on the floor. Who
2: cannot, yeah, I'd like to see that, I too. mean,
3: I'm not a past winner. I didn't win a medal, so but, I, I don't deserve to be on the floor. But, but I again, think you know, I would like to hang it enough the enough, line and, and have some hair tech
2: Enough size so that you're going to be around in a couple of years. You know, that you've done it for a little while. That you're, you know, you're past the point where it's just you and, and two customers drinking your beer. And nobody else can ever get it. It's like, well... I understand wanting to get this this beer, but, you know, they, it, it, nobody knows who you are, and it's, it, you know, you go there, and they have no line. They have, you know, they're not moving through their beer. They've taken all their production for the year and put it in these couple of GABF kegs, and it's just like, really, you're taking a space from, like, Allagash? You know, let, let, come on. So I, I think there needs to be a cutoff there is, is all I'm saying. It's I, I think also,
4: I, along the same long lines, Jamil, um, where you have a bunch of breweries where the, the, you know, the booth of pouring is only manned by local volunteers that know nothing about the beer or the brewery. Um, <clears throat> that's always disappointing to me because, you know, I, I really appreciate you know, meeting the brewer, talking to people from the brewery, you know, give me some history, give me some background on these beers you're serving. And, you know, not that the volunteers aren't great people, but th- so often, you know, th- they get assigned to that booth that day, and yeah, they don't know do boo about it. So,
2: here's the reason why I need extra tickets for our for our booth. I end up getting uh, seven or eight tickets, um, and they give you four, right? And I have to buy the other four, because, uh, like, 200 bucks a pop, because... I require us to have a person representing us at our booth all the time. The only time we don't is uh, like late Saturday when it's just a a bar fest. We just like uh, I tell everybody they don't need to they don't need to staff that. But somebody from our brewery needs to be there all the time
5: and. That's the only way I'll do it. No. And as important as it is for the festival goers, like Mike that is disappointed when that's not the case, mm-hmm. it's more important for the brewery owner themselves. It reflects right. poorly. Right. You know, people want to know and they can't find out. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. We get emails every single day to sign up. Say, come to our brew fest. Come to our this and that. Mm-hmm. All We're out here in California, and you know, there's obviously the summers are nice out here. So I'm sure I get like two, three a week. Mm-hmm. Come to our brew fest. And I could only do, because we're such a small brewery, and I, obviously the amount of beer that we give to these things um, can be limited. But also, I want to make sure that either I'm there mm-hmm. or somebody that knows the beer. Right. I don't don't want to volunteer. Like, well, we have the, volunteers. Like, what's the yeah. point of me putting my beer there and not right. talking to the people, telling where mm-hmm. I'm at, giving them directions? Right. That's I mean, if I'm going to give away beer to the event, I need to get something in return, and mm-hmm. that's a potential customer.
5: You mm-hmm. guys want to uh, gamble on a phone call here? Ah uh, sure. Caller. Hello. The gamble did not pay yeah. off. Oh, it's snake eyes, huh? Uh, One more uh, chance, you there?
7: Hi, good afternoon. Am I talking to an employee of Brewing Network? <laughs>
5: oh yes. This is good you, radio. You, right. you betcha. What can <laughs> I help you yeah. with? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh darn. All right. <laughs> Listen to this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, yeah. I wanna hear Mike, I wanna hear more about what's going on with you and uh Mraz brewing. We'll be back right after this.
0: A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP born renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800 379-4677 and let badass bitch jade and brewing brother roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you so visit the site or visit the store in dublin california and support those that support you get your brewing on at hoptech.com Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good. But stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some Grog Tags. Grog Tags are reusable, right-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling with without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look.
1: Oh, uh, it's that pseudo-Belgian.
3: Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude.
0: Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. grogtag.com.
3: So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment bar and pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishef's consent is prohibited. Suckajay... Mm-hmm.
1: Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. New items include the big oxygen kit for economical wart aeration using common welding oxygen tanks and the Unistat line of external thermostats for easy control of both electric heaters and refrigerators. In addition, They've just mashed their new oatmeal stout malt extract. So you can make those tasty winter oatmeal stouts and porters without mashing. Go to WilliamsBrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's WilliamsBrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays shipped the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams Way.
5: to the two guys that know how to turn beer
3: into beer. This is Brew Strong. Alright,
2: we're back. We're sitting here with my good friend uh, Mike Mraz. Moraz Brewing Company in El Dorado Hills. Award winning uh, beers and uh, what is up for you now? What are what you guys up to uh, recently?
3: Um, just trying to keep the barrels full and we're starting to do some bottling on some of the award winning beers. We just won a gold in the state. The one you didn't win in, actually. So <laughs> no, we won you, a gold. You, or you, no, we won. So we, we kinda, actually, yeah, we just, came in behind the best of show beer. Blew unfortunately, the sail out of my, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we are a win of opportunity. Our Belgian triple mm-hmm. gold in the Belgian category, Very and nice. our uh, the cardinal is our Flanders red. Took gold in the sour category. So. Yeah, I taste. I've tasted yeah. your beers. Your, your beers are good. And uh, likewise, so are yours. Yeah, thanks. Uh,
2: so now, what about the bottling i i, yeah. I noticed i noticed we your bottles of... uh uh side by side i was i was telling you a story earlier um I was at beer revolution and we're i'm i 'm looking at uh bottling our sours so uh, for the
3: for the audience as beer people we always always look at labels always look at bottle size always <laughs> right, look at right. our package. We, is this package that,
2: bigger than mine? That's just what we do. Is my it's package like, smaller what catches than here?
3: I'll even walk the wine right. section because there's nothing I know in the right, wine right, section. Right. I know beer is like, oh, there's Hale Smith, there's Heretic. You know, mm-hmm. I know those barehead right, brands, right. so I'll go somewhere else and I'll something will stick out. And it's like, well, why do I like that? Yeah. And then I'll put that in the back of my mind. So we were exactly. always thinking. I don't ever stop well, thinking. So you obviously were doing so the same I was, thing. I was
2: looking at the same bottle that you're using. You're using a five hundred ml like champagne style bottle. It
3: looks like a miniature seven hundred fifty right, for those people.
2: It's a five hundred um, and I was looking at that, and then right next to it was the what they call the Vinny style three seventy-five. It's it's like a small Belgian with a bulge at the top and then like a, a crown cap or a cork. And I was looking at it and I've been, you know, eyeing both bottles, and I was thinking of going with the the five hundred m And so I saw them side by side, I'm like, you know, darn, it looks like the 375 is as big or bigger than the 500 So mil. you
3: like the fat and frumpy right. and versus I'm t- well, the I'm, tall I'm like, and sexy, right? What's Is that what you're saying? Co-
2: as a consumer, <laughs> right, as a consumer <laughs> what am I seeing here? As a consumer, yeah. I'm seeing, oh, this one looks bigger, although it has 375 mm. mils in it. And this one with 500 mils, you're giving people more beer for their money, Right. But your bottle looks smaller. And I'm like, oh, man, I like that bottle. That was the bottle I wanted to do, was the 500 yeah. mil, you know, uh, like champagne-style bottle. I I'll, wanted to I'll do that. i you know
3: how it does. Right.
2: And then yeah. and then I'm like, but I'm putting 500 mils of beer in there instead of 375, and people are going to think it's smaller. And I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, unfortunately, like, the beer geeks, I think that they, they can read a label and s- see that 500 is bigger than 375, but... You know, it's it's just it's a brutal brutal market out there. You got to catch people's attention, you know, and, yeah, and say which which one's bigger.
3: I agree with that. There there is that side of it too. And I'm also once you get the bottle, if if they did purchase mine versus the short and frumpy one, mm-hmm. the tall and sexy ones, <laughs> um, that once they get at home, that fi- they, versus they have that extra half a glass or something. If they sh- right. so you know, there's a couple breweries out there that use the seven fifties, right. and you know we all seen big bottles of 750s and they sit and sit yeah. and sit in the fridge all
2: the retailers say no 750 and
3: then you're like okay we got a bottle share and everybody shows up with these 18 percent 750s because mm-hmm. they just you they just can't, can't drink, drink them, them. Yeah. i mean they're great up the beer up. but you just it's too much for one mm-hmm. so my thought is okay i'm gonna go down to 500 and most mm-hmm. and that gives you the opportunity to finish it yourself or share it with a friend there's enough there to share it Mm-hmm. or have it by yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went with the 500. And right. I like the the sexiness of, a good of the 750. You know, it's a beautiful bottle. It's yeah. it's kind of that Belgian style. Mm-hmm. Um so that's, that's why I
2: like the 500. Yeah. I was I'm
3: I'm with I love on the, I love the the, the the volume of beer in a 500 to me is perfect. Right. You know, uh, you know other than you get, you know, the huge huge ones, but it's it's a decent there's a so that's why we went right. with it and it, the bottles obviously a little different. It's it's got it can hold some carbonation. Mm-hmm. Um it it's not like everybody else's. Obviously, we, you try and set yourself apart as best you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we went. And then, obviously, and then I figure out okay, we got the 500 milliliter sour bottles. And then, so now it's like, okay, well, we, oh, by the way, the boxes don't fit. So now I got to go get custom boxes made for those five hundred milliliters. Oh, because they send
2: them to you in bulk glass. Yeah, it's so, just just uh, glass stacked on a, a divider sheet. If you had a depalletizer,
3: they'd be perfect. But obviously, everything's <laughs> done by hand. So, I mean, you can get the boxed version out of Canada. They have mm-hmm. them stored up there for our, the company that we're using. But it's an, more. Of, it's just one more hassle, mm-hmm. and then the price points higher. Mm-hmm. You know, it's obviously what are we going to pay per bottle? Um, and those are all the things that run through our head. And so you're figured. getting your
2: own box made, custom box yeah. made for this thing.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, which is kind of nice and because you if you walk box, into the and, and... You
2: need the divider. You need... Yeah. How much are you paying for the box and divider? That's about a buck. About yeah. a buck? Yeah.
3: The, so, and so, and the box. And you're in what it quantity? Like, what's the box? It's like 50... I think it was 56 for the box. Mm-hmm. And then they want like 30-something cents for the divider, which mm-hmm. is like... I mean, me and Shamil had this conversation. I think I'm just going to hire somebody and have them cut them out with scissors. <laughs> right, because right. it's like, I mean, really. And well, if you and want to custom build a divider, it could be up to two bucks a divider. Right. And, right. Like, it, and you, then so uh, people have are, no idea. Are the
2: boxes coming flat and you have to erect them too?
3: Well, I mean, you got to pre erected. They come flat and then you've got to put them together right. and then either glue or tape the bottom.
2: Right. And so that, that's so, labor yeah. and the glue or tape. I mean, you're, you're, you're thinking, I'm pointing you're at, your at my son. 13-year-old yeah. over
3: here. He's like, yeah, we, I have a, a box.
2: Family slave labor laws. The, yeah. the labor laws are different for family members. Yeah. Uh, that's one, he, of the, one of the saving savings. It's not glories. labor. He enjoys it, right? right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can see it on his face. <laughs> it's a hobby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, well, you know, so you're a buck into this box, a dollar. Yeah. And how many boxes did you have to buy? The minimum amount is three
3: grand, 3000 dollars. Now, now three thousand boxes. But, right? Yeah. yeah about, right. And then shipping, and then right. all this stuff, and, shipping on top of that. And then you got to, if right. you don't, you got to remember you got to store it somewhere. So You got right. to have a place to store boxes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Then oh, and then I need bottles, and then I got to figure out where am I going to
5: store the bottles. And
2: then and, and, and the then the I want to order enough bottles. The to bottles, make sure I don't the run labels, the, the the caps, yeah. all that stuff. You're yeah. you're into it. A buck in those too. Yeah, right? What
5: about all the money for therapy too? I mean that's that's not cheap. Yeah. And then and so. So those those that.
2: folks out there that are like, okay, you know, they don't want to spend three grand on their brew system. You know, uh, here's th- three grand just on cardboard boxes that mm. you need to you need you know, and and uh, you know, you're not uh, you're not a tiny brewery, but you're not a giant brewer either, and it's that's three grand no, right there.
3: We always think about you know the cost of an item or whatever, even mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, you just bought a bunch of shirts, and we buy mm-hmm. large mm-hmm. quantities of shirts. So, how long are they going to sit on the shelf? Right. How long are you
2: tying up that that money? I I,
3: I had to buy like 400,
2: 500 shirts. Yeah. We buy about (laughs) probably about Uh,
3: 150, 200 uh, at a time. And and, and growlers and glasses, all those things that they sit on the shelf for a few months or a few weeks or mm -hmm. six months, depending if you ordered wrong or you bought something that we bought a bunch of nice Belgian style glasses, which I wanted them, so I bought them. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it was a personal decision, mm-hmm. and they sit because we don't turn them as fast as pine glasses. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'm right, okay right. with that. So I mean, we, as owners, we can make those stupid decisions, and I don't have any shareholders to, to yell at me about. it, Which is that's right, right. that's what's so nice about doing oh, what we do. So, but just, yeah, the, the the money flow, and you have to be able
2: to sustain. If you're if you're trying to open a brewery, and you're worried about you know spending five ten grand. And it's money you don't have. It's like, well, you need that kind of money Do you need to buy s- your ingredients, to buy your 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 merchandise, to you know, uh, buy your kegs, all that stuff that enables you to sell beer. I mean, you need all that to make the beer and have the 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 product available for sale. And then you got to wait a month before you recover even a portion of that money. Yeah. And you know, profit isn't happening on that stuff for a while.
3: No, we made three hundred barrels last year, mm-hmm. um, and I pretty much did that. There is two of us. There is um, my stepson Justin who runs the tap room and does a little bit of outside sales, and me, I do one hundred percent of the brewing, um, a little bit of outside sales, and all the paperwork that goes along with ordering. So, you got to remember, a brewery is not just make a beer. We're mm-hmm. a manufacturing plant. We mm-hmm. got to order supplies. We got long-term contracts for hop contracts, some grain stuff issues. So we have to do it on that side, a retail side for the, the across-the-counter selling and mm-hmm. wholesale for mm-hmm. accounts. So we, I mean, there's a lot. We have our hands in a lot of different areas. And there's paperwork that goes along with all that, the federal government, the state government. Um, so it keeps us pretty busy. So when we're not at the brewery, we're at home doing paperwork or talking to somebody, settling up accounts. So it's, I mean, I love what I do, but I'm there's not an ounce of fat on me. I mean, we are moving twenty four seven. I'll right.
2: tell you if you if you like to have your hands in a lot of different areas, uh, <laughs> you might want to check out our fine sponsor uh, Adam and uh, for a li- If you if you use the offer code Jamel J A M I L at Adam and for a limited time only, uh, the, you get to uh, you get fifty you buy one item, you get fifty percent off that item. And then uh, you're going to get three free adult DVDs. They'll let you choose uh, from uh, various categories. You've got uh, anal, amateur, Asian, big brass, big butt, bi- bisexual, chunky, co fetish, gay, interactive, POV, lesbian, most, et cetera. And, uh, and you'll get free shipping. And it's a free special gift. A special surprise gift. I don't here.
3: even want to ask what the special gift is. I can't tell you. Can't I'm say Not a lot. Yep.
2: Yeah. Not a lot. Uh, that's because they change it yeah, every once in <laughs> a while. Illegal in
3: 48 right. states? Is that... Oh, illegal wherever wherever
2: you have an internet connection. I think. Okay. So check it out. Might <laughs> it might be a keychain. It
3: yeah. might be a heritage Might be a I'm not chain, saying yes. from experience, but I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, I had to buy you know like $700 worth of keychains. Thank you very much, and they're almost gone. I'm like, I've been tracking the sales through the through the tap room. We did not sell all these keychains. Where did my big pile of keychains go? I, I suspect our sales guys taking them and giving them away or something. I don't know. Uh, but check out uh, AdamandEve.com. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Been a long-time sponsor. Again, you buy one thing, 50% off. You get the three free DVDs. You get uh, a free a special gift and free shipping. So you're only paying for the one thing for 50% off. It's pretty cool. Use the offer code Jamil, J-A-M-I-L, at AdamandEve.com today. All right, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up with uh, more with uh, Mike Mraz from Mraz Bruin after this.
0: to the city it's in ruins
1: only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization i need a drink
0: oh no the liquor store has been
1: ransacked You looking for beer, stranger? (laughs) Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over...
0: Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer.
1: (laughs) I reckon you better stick to arrow routine and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us.
0: People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. (gasps) Oh, Oh, it can't be done. Come with me if you want the beer.
1: Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. <laughs> Someone start heating water. From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service, comes the Home Brewer.
2: I'm Jamel Zanesheff, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the Home Brewed Chef on the Brewing Network, you can
1: find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine.
4: Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. <laughs>
0: Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting Enter to win. Hey, my brewing brothers
2: and sisters. This is Jamel Zanesha, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops,
0: beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys brew strong
2: all right we're back so uh you know on the on the drive down here it uh one thing crossed my mind and it's, it's very odd and i i'm i'm curious whether you feel this way or not I actually just recently feel like I am part of the pro brewer crowd club, you know, whatever. You know, you you feel like a home brewer for so long. and I still feel like a home brewer, but I also feel like now I'm finally part of the group of Pro brewers, I'm 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 in the uh, I'm, I'm kind of in with the the cool kids or whatever I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. You know, I, you I know got, what I
3: mean? Yes, yeah. Because I I was I said I was um trying to find out because I, I really enjoy the Northern California Homebrew Festival mm-hmm. they put on. It's like trying to find out. It's like, eh, can I go or should I go? And they're like, well, you know, you are a professional brewer, and it's kind of for homebrewers right, about homebrewers. Right, brewers, right, like, right. Fuck. Isn't that weird. And I because I, that's yeah. a. It's, it's all my friends are there. Mm-hmm. You no, know, the brewing network's there. It's just a great event. It's like, well, I just got kicked out of my own event, sort of. <laughs> right, and so right. I guess I am. I got by default. I'm a professional right, right. brewery. But but you know what uh, I mean. You I know, do. I do you, because I was. I felt like... the same way when I. I just we poured beer at the Chico, um, across the beer camp across America, of course, in Nevada. Beautiful event. Top notch event. Right. There was I think 97 breweries, 5,500 mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. there. You know, I'm over there talking to Vinny about his three liter bottles because I'm trying to figure out where to get them. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, gives me the address and this is in France and this is where you get right, the course, right. which is he is great for information. Oh, he's
2: fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you fun. know,
3: talking to Sean Paxton Wonderful and Matt and then Wayne mm-hmm. from Cigar City is like great guy comes over, right, tries right. our coffee pot, which is uh-huh. our Imperial Porter with coffee and hemp seeds is like talks about it. You can tell he's like thinking about the recipe, mm-hmm. which is like, OK, that's cool. You know, it's <laughs> like it, it, I mean, we still are kind of a, we, I still love sharing beer. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody gets mad. It's like, you can't give that away for free. Right. That's our mentality. We're homebrewers. It's kind of mm-hmm. like we enjoy i can't, camaraderie. I, I
2: don't like charging people for beer. I know. I, 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 it's like I get I have kicked out of my own tap room
3: Yeah. Because of that aspect. It's yeah. like, you know, we just enjoy the people and mm-hmm. it's, it's about the people. And, mm-hmm. that, you know, you always say that, but there is some truth to that. So, yeah, it, it's good.
2: But it's know. it's kind of weird. Yeah.
3: I, I mean, how many that. people ask you for free stuff all the time? So I mean, they, you own uh, a yeah. company, and like say like, can you can you send me something? And but you all know, right. we, the, at the bottom, at the end of the day, you got to crunch the books, and it's got to make sense. And yeah, so. I
2: mean, we we limit ourselves to um, the the one that cuts out like eighty percent of it is. It has to be an area we distribute beer yeah. in. If we don't distribute beer there, that's really you know, for the company, it doesn't make they, any sort of sense. So you know, sorry, yeah. No and people get really worked up about that. Oh, you can't just send us some stuff. <laughs> like,
6: oh, uh, yeah. Sorry.
2: Yeah, it's just just the way it goes. And then apparently there's music
5: bed for that. Sorry about that. Yeah. No. So, yeah. I don't know. Want to gamble on a phone call one more time? <laughs> <laughs> sure. The first yeah. the, the first one went so well. Yeah. <laughs> Caller. Hey there. Hey, JZ
6: Rocky Annie guys. What's going on, man?
5: How you doing? What's your name, man? You Who know? is this?
6: This is Scott from Greensboro. It's hey. that blind guy. <laughs>
5: oh, Scott the blind guy. Yes, Scott's called the session before. What's up?
6: Hey, man. I got uh, on the subject you guys were just talking about, the three of you, or at least you, Rock Candy and Jay-Z, I want another book from you guys on going pro. That classic, Styles, was, was such a huge help, and now you've been through the mill and, and Palmer's consulting. This calls for another book, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. That's not a bad idea. My my question for you guys is, and this these little tidbits came back from NHC this year. Number one, uh, crystal malts are fifty percent more, twenty to fifty percent more fermentable than has been previously thought. Comments.
4: Mm. I don't have any data.
6: I don't see how because they've been. I mean, they're so used so commonly that. How would you even? I don't. I don't. I don't see that. It just was a weird thing I heard. The other thing is a little birdie from another. Uh, let's just say a another source of information that I was taking advantage of. Well, you guys were on vacation. Uh, <laughs> I know you. I knew. I know you use Rager, but according to this experiment that this gentleman did using Tinseth, measured versus calculated. His hops edition for mash, first wort or bittering. On first wort and bittering from uh measured at uh thirty, his calculated was sixty.
2: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It it's got a lot to do with um you know, a lot of different factors. Uh, we uh our shallow grave, uh we calculated out the hop edition that since there's a hop edition at the beginning, right? And uh, we calculated out at like 33 IBUs. When we measure it in a lab, it's like 32.9. I mean, it's like with Rager, right on the money. So I think we get lucky there because, again, I wouldn't even call it. I, if we used a different yeast, that number would be off. Yeah,
3: if they're we all, they're pitched all different.
2: a different rate, it would be off. So they're all, you know, there's... Uh, uh, it doesn't, what, what? doesn't matter what calculator you use. Just You're, use the, your tongue. Yeah. Just, if it, yeah, it tastes good. Right. Use, use whatever the calculator you use. Just pick one and stick with it. And then when you uh, taste your beer, you'll know what that calculator says is X. That's what it tastes like. And then you can just adjust from there using that same calculator. If you keep changing calculators, you get screwed because they, they have no basis in reality.
3: Yeah. Our double IPA says ninety nine, but I sent it off to the lab and it's sixty eight. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's yeah, oh, totally yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. The, but the numbers it are drops relevant. out real quick. Just, I yeah. just know how to make the beer.
2: Follow right. and it tastes right. You know that the number needs to be a hundred or whatever. You know. Yeah. And 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 that's all it is. Um, yeah. Same thing on the pitching rate calculation. People are like, oh well, you know, is this correct? Is that correct? Doesn't matter. Pick one. Use it, and then. You know, whatever if, if you get good results, stick with it. If you don't get good results, adjust it from that. Keep using the same thing and just adjust from that and you know, it'll that'll work. Yeah. There you go. They're all just estimations. So
5: Thank you for the call, blind guy. We appreciate it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So that would be a pretty thick book, I think, if you wrote one on how to open up a,
2: a brewery. Very thick or very thin?
3: Well I just do <laughs> it I would say I can write it right now. Do it your own way. <laughs> and that's it. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody's... That would be very thin. We've seen some amazing breweries spent with amazing dollars. Right. And they've done very successful. Right. And we've seen some amazing breweries not so successful. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. We've seen right. some right. shoestring budget ones. I mean, yep. and there's yep. ones opening every week that put out amazing beer. Mm-hmm. And there's, and there's the full gambit. So the, I think you got to find your own road. Yeah. And, and every county and every city is different. And the loopholes... There's things that you stay up in the middle of the night thinking about. Is like, you know, do we need to put in extra drainage? Do we need to put in extra ventilation? Mm-hmm. All those things that do or don't come to tuition through the county or the city. Um, you know, those are things you lose sleep. The unknowns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think just like any small business, it's, you just got to fight your own battle and, and run with it. And hope, <sighs> hopefully the money doesn't run out. Yeah. You know,
6: in well, half, yeah. the
3: book would be, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of hard to tough to write for each area yeah and yeah we do in california fun, there's some fundamentals, laws i think yeah
2: some fun business but there's small business yeah.
3: fundamental laws too that you just got to stick with
2: that's true i would tell people go re- read a small business book would be probably yeah. the first thing to do yep all right. Well, thank you very much for uh, being here, uh, Mike and Jordan. Uh, I appreciate your thanks for having me. you sitting in yeah. with us and yeah. uh, having you. a good time. I think this was a great uh, episode. I like this. I, I think uh, you guys are kind of getting some <laughs> behind the scenes. Uh, of of what it is to be a brewer, and you're hearing some of that. Uh, we don't information. We don't get, that...
3: Yeah, we don't. Well, we can talk about janitorial stuff later because <laughs> we, we don't really get. It's like making beer is like ten percent or five percent of actually what we do. Yep. If we're not doing paperwork, we're cleaning something. Yep. Oh, and then we're cleaning it again, and then we'll clean it again, and then maybe we'll brew, and then we'll clean it again.
5: That sounds really great.
3: Yeah, that's, yeah. So I, my business card says Glorified Janitor. There you go. Yeah, but well, I enjoy being a janitor.
2: And if you enjoyed this show, make sure you check out our spine sponsor, Blickman Engineering, blickmanengineering.com. Check out the Brewing Network store, uh, lots of goodies there, thebrewingnetwork.com. Uh, sign up for AHA membership. And uh, always remember, brew strong. Brew strong, everybody.
3: Brew strong.